Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 5th, 2022 Breeders' Cup Saturday. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version, the Key Races and Bets blogs, brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering site. Amwager.com is registered in North America. It is legal to residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as throughout the world. Go to Amwager.com for more info and you can get the blog at Amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. This podcast is going to be a little bit abbreviated. I'm not trying to force anybody to get the blog, but there's a lot to cover and I'm covered four races here and I'm going to go through some of the highlights of those four, but you can get the same four in great detail on the blog at Amwager.com. Totally free, no registration required. But while you're there, you should check it out. If you're not a member, I think you'll be happy you did. We're going to start with the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint Race 3 at Keeneland on Saturday, November 5th. This has a post of 11.50 Eastern. So for those on the West Coast, don't forget, this starts fairly early. The early pace is going to be hot in this race, I think, because Slammed on the rail has good speed and likes the lead, has to go. Then there's Edgeway who gets the two, who is also nearly always first or second after a quarter and half mile. Then three of the outside horses, Hot Peppers, Lady Rock, and Echo Zulu are need the lead types. I think that sets it up for a closer. And the one I'm going to talk about first is Chain of Love, shipping in from Japan. She is a really good horse. She has a record of 3-2-3 and three in 22 races, which isn't going to get many eyeballs excited. But her last race on September 10th at this 7 furlong trip was a big effort in which she came from way back to win by a nose. Japanese horses won a lot of races at the Del Mar Breeders' Cup last year. There's only one on the two-day card this year, and that's her. And I'm going to give her a shot, especially with William Buick riding. Obligatory could benefit from the meltdown just as he did on Derby Day in the Derby City Distaff. Frank's Raquette had some bad luck earlier in the year, went second in three straight, but the horse that one of the horses that beat her, Kamari, is taking on males later in the day on in the Breeders' Cup sprint. Frank's Raquette got back on track with a sixth length win last time out. Good night. Olive won the race. Obligatory had trouble in the ballerina. She won fresh off a layoff, and she's undefeated in five races since. Cece's the defending champion. She's won half her 22 races. She really has no knocks. I'm going to consider win bets. Let the public decide and then go the other way on two or even three of these at five to one or more. Five to one or more, I'm making win bets on Chain of Love, Obligatory, Frank's Raquette, Goodnight Olive, and Cece. And the best way to maximize profit when wagering to win on multiple horses is to use what's called a dutching tool. This allows and allocates wagers based on odds. There's a completely free one at Amwager.com, which is easy to use. I use it all the time. And you can pick the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And all the math is done for you. It's one of many tools at Amwager.com. For the exactas, I'm listing these or mentioning these from most conservative to most risk tolerant. The first is a five-horse box for a buck even, $20. Got some big profit opportunity with Chain of Love, Obligatory, Frank's, Rocket, Goodnight Olive, and Cece. The second one is going to be using Chain of Love, Obligatory, and Frank's, Rocket on top in the win position. 
over Chain of Love, Obligatory, Frank's Roquette, Goodnight Olive, and Cece, and then play the opposite of that, which is Chain of Love, Obligatory, Frank's Roquette, Goodnight Olive, and Cece, over Chain of Love, Obligatory, and Frank's Roquette. This way, if any two of the three consisting of Chain of Love, Obligatory, and Frank's Roquette run first and second, you win both. The last is the most aggressive, and that's going to be Chain of Love, Frank's Roquette, and Obligatory over all. And then we can play some doubles here using all five horses in the third and Golden Pal and Campanelle in the fourth. The fourth is the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint with a post of 1229 Eastern, of course, on November 5th at Keeneland. And although we have a full field of 14 plus two also eligibles, the race really boils down to which one of the Wesley Ward trainees wins. Everybody knows, should know how good Wesley Ward is. Just a solid trainer on every level. Golden Pal won this race last year. He won the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint two years ago. He's a rocket ship out of the gate. He should have the lead. The other one is Campanelle. She's six for nine in turf sprints. She just won a race at Kentucky Downs. She'll be flying late. I'm going to look for win bets on Golden Pal and Campanelle at eight to five on Golden Pal, actually, and three to one on Campanelle. Probably make both and use Dutching Tool. I'm going to box Golden Pal and Campanelle in the exacta, and then I want to play a trifecta of Golden Pal and Campanelle overall over Golden Pal and Campanelle. That covers if they come in first, second, or first, third. Moving up the card, we're going to cover the Breeders' Cup Sprint Race 7 at Keeneland on November 5th. This is 2.30 Eastern. American Theorem gets slight preference here. He turned to quarter in his career three back when they gave up on running him in routes. He's run really well. After a two-month layoff, he won the grade one Bing Crosby stakes, making a fast move from fifth to first on the turn. That's turned out to be a key race. Senior Buscador was running in the dirt mile, came back to win. Fifth and sixth finishers came back to win. Stakes. The eighth finisher was, finisher was CD's Rock, who nearly won the Sandy to Sprint, and is in this race. American Theorem looks very tough in this race. Kamari, the filly, or mayor, I should say, is running in this race instead of the turf sprint, where Ward has two other horses, as mentioned previously, Campanelle and Golden Pal. Kamari has faced males before, second of 16 in June of 2020 in Europe, and she enters the race off two big efforts, winning the Honorable Miss and Gallant Bloom. She's got a good style, and she's won two or three of Keeneland. Flash of Mischief is the kind of horse I'd be kicking myself for if I didn't at least bet a few bucks to win, given he opens at 30-1. to 1. He's earned over $660,000 of multiple stakes winner. He's just a four-year-old. He's two for three at the distance. Last and not least, he enters the race off a career-best effort the 117 Equiway Speed Figure, which is the highest in the field, even faster than Jackie's Warriors ever run. If that was not a fluke, Flash of Mistress could run a lot better than his 31 odds suggest. Elite Power is a lightly raced four-year-old, four of seven. He won the Vosberg and Fitz. It was his fourth straight win. And Jackie's Warrior, I'm going to use him in some exotics and also pick threes, pick fours, etc. He's going to be the prohibitive favorite just as he was in this race last year. And what occurred last year, they're hoping doesn't happen again, is he faded badly to sixth after leading early. It appears to have been a fluke, because he's won the, he won the first four races of 2022, leave for start to finish. But then in the Forgo States in late August, he was run down by Cody's Wish, who's running in the dirt mile, ran the dirt mile earlier on the card. Theoretically, the cutback from seven to six furlongs will help him. I'm going to bet American Theorem and Kamari to win at three to one or higher. I'm absolutely going to bet Flash of Bishop to win or win in place at 10 to 1 or more. I'm going to play an exact of American Theorem and Flash of Mischief over all, and then turn that around and play all over American Theorem and Flash of Mischief, considering American Theorem opens at 10 to 1 and Flash of Mischief at 30. 
this has a great risk-reward ratio. Don't forget, even though I'm being a little brief here, you can get this entire written analysis, which is about five pages, free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Starr's blog. We'll finish off with the Breeders' Cup Classic. 5.40 post time on Saturday, November 5th. And an old adage in racing is, speed is the ultimate bias. And that's why life is good is my slight top pick, because he has an edge over Flightline, who's phenomenal in this classic. It also doesn't hurt that life is good opens at 6-1, to one, and Flightline's going to be 3-5, to 2-5, to five, or 1-5. to five. So he offers better returns. Life is good won the Whitney with a really nice effort and the Pegasus World Cup earlier this year. And that's really on par. His 125 and 123 figures are on par with the 128 and 126 flight liners. And flight line is not that much faster overall in terms of speed figures. But life is good, gets the early lead, in my opinion, because he's got the two position in the gate, draw inside flight line, who breaks from four. And that gives him the opportunity to control the pace as long as possible. Considering that in each of his six career wins and two turn races, life is good led from start to finish. He really refuses to let another horse pass him when he gets the lead in these kinds of races. There's no doubt getting a mile and a quarter because Into Mischief sired 2020 winner Authentic. And Pletcher and Ortiz teamed up to win the 2019 Classic with Vino Rosso. Flight line, of course, is undefeated, untested. He's had layoffs of about four months twice and five months so I don't know how, I'm going to say fragile is not the right word, but how good he is. But he's worked well since he came to Keeneland. He looks good. Um, if he stays close to life is good, he could go by. Certainly not a knock on him. I don't really want to say much more because his record speaks for himself. Last contender, in my opinion, is Olympiad, who can't be ignored because he's won 8 of 12, earned over $2 million to date. Putting aside his loss when fourth to life is good in the Whitney in August, he's won all other six starts this year, including the Jockey Club Gold Cup at the distance of the Classic, so he doesn't have that one question that life is good has about getting 10 furlongs. In the Stephen Foster, he got a career-best 123 figure. That's not too far from the 125 and 128 figures earned by life is good in flight line. Always close to the pace early Olympiad, over and over has demonstrated he understands when to pick up the pace when Alvarado asks him, and he wears down horses. Although it may seem the early speed of life is good, it may be hard to beat, as well as the tremendous ability of flight line. Olympiad could be the street fighter that comes out on top in this race. There's a bunch of others that could run well. Taba, Happy Saver, who's 30-1, to 1, who's finished second to Olympiad flight line life is good this year, is a horse I'm going to use in trifectas. Hot Rod Charlie is game. Epicenter is game. Rich Strike Got back to decent form, but I think he's a little slow this year, as does the other three-year-old epicenter. In the Breeders' Cup Classic, I'm going to bet life is good at two to one or more, and I'm going to bet Olympiad four to one or more, and I'm going to use a dutching tool. I'm really more interested in the trifectas here than the exactas, but I'll mention them both, and I'm going to key on more using the lower odds horses as well. So the first exact is a box of life is good in flight line. The second is an exact a box of life is good flight line Olympiad. The third is going to be Life is Good and Flight Line over Life is Good, Flight Line, Olympiad, and add Taba and Happy Saver. Taba is really an improving three-year-old. The next exact is Life is Good, Flight Line, and Olympiad over Life is Good, Flight Line, Olympiad, Taba, and Happy Saver. Trifecta, I want to key Happy Saver at 30 to 1 to come in second and third. So those trifectas are going to be Life is Good, Flight Line, Olympiad, 
over happy saver over all. And the second trifecta is going to be life is good, flight line, Olympiad over all over happy saver. Happy Saver is like this year's FNX, who ran second American Pharaoh in 2015 at a big price. And for 50 cent trifectas, you can really have some fun with those bets. Anyway, I know I said a lot here, so if you want the written version, which really explains it all, go to Amwager.com, click on How to Bet in Ella Star's blog. While you're there, look around. How we make a ton of money, and good luck on Breeders' Cup weekends. Thank you so much for listening.